Welcome to the Happy Me, Happy Earth podcast. I'm your host, Eva Peterson, life coach and Ayurvedic health counselor. Each week, I'm here to help you reduce stress, heal burnout, and master work-life balance so you can reignite your passion for life. Consider each episode a permission slip to take a deep breath, reconnect with yourself, and remember just how amazing you are. Now let's dive in. Hello, hello, welcome. Welcome back to the podcast or welcome to the podcast if you are a first time listener. So glad that you are here. How are you doing today? I hope that you are having a lovely, lovely day as you are listening to this podcast. (laughs) This week's episode, we're going to talk about Ayurvedic travel tips and hacks. So if you travel a lot for work or if you are traveling for fun, whether you're going to weekend conferences throughout the year, or maybe you like to take a summer vacation or go to visit family during the holidays, or maybe you're a digital nomad like I was. Yes, past tense. I'll get to that in a minute. But like I was for a very long time, whatever you are, however you like to travel, I've got you. After six and a half years as a digital nomad, literally, traveling full-time for six and a half years. I have tried all the things to keep my body in balance as I travel. And so I'm going to share all of that wisdom with you today. And I'm going to keep this brief, just my top travel tips and hacks. Of course, Ayurvedic style, because you know that's how I roll. Before we get into that though, I want to give you a little life update. So I am recording this podcast from my new home in Germany. This is the first podcast episode I'm recording from Germany. We have been here for exactly two weeks as of today. So the past couple of weeks were pre-recorded episodes that I recorded in Mexico before we started what was quite a lot of travel. We were in Mexico City. We traveled from Zihuatanejo, where we had been living for a few weeks, to Mexico City, spent a few days there. Then we flew from Mexico City to Hamburg, which is in North Germany. And then from Hamburg, stayed there for a couple of days with a wonderful family friend. And then from there, we came down here to Imrish, where we are currently living and where we are settling We are settled here. Oh my goodness. I had been traveling for six and a half years and I had been ready to settle down for, I want to say at least two years, probably. My husband and I were like ready to settle. And for various reasons that did not happen until just a week and a half ago. I'm so excited. But that time of travel definitely is difficult on the body, right? We were traveling for about a week, a week and a half in total between all the different stops. Oh, and by the way, okay, side note, 
If you have not been to Mexico City, we had such a blast there. I've been through Mexico City a few times and it's always so amazing. The food is amazing. There's awesome archeological sites there in the city and then just north of the city, massive, amazing pre-Aztec pyramids. There's mariachi bands, there's the luchadors. We went to a luchador show. If you're not familiar with these, Lucho Libre is like a Mexican wrestling, like this um, this type of wrestling that evolved in Mexico that is the most fun, entertaining, rowdy blast you will ever have. It's so much fun. Mexico City is so underrated. I absolutely love it. Anyway, we are now in Germany, which is also a wonderful, wonderful place. <laughs> so we are here, we are settled, getting settled, still kind of like settling in here. We have two cats that we are taking care of, which is so much fun. We're here in a sublease for the next, I guess, five months or so through the end of January, while this couple that we're subleasing from is in, I believe, Spain. I believe they're in Spain on a study abroad. So we're taking care of their cats and we just kind of like slipped on in <laughs> to their apartment, which is wonderful because it's a great place and we don't have to worry about like doing all the furniture and all the other things and we can just slide in and enjoy ourselves. So it's been a nice soft landing and the cats are absolutely fabulous. Like the two fanciest cats I have ever lived with. It's been really fun. Anyway, I was really expecting to have horrible jet lag when we got here because in the past I had horrible jet lag, especially flying from the US to Europe or from Asia to the US, like flying east, I have historically just had horrible jet lag. And so I'm super curious. I wonder if anybody else has experienced this, like flying east, those big eastern flights, are those worse for you than the western flights? Maybe I need to Google this. I don't know, but I would love to hear your experiences. Let me know. Anyway, I was expecting this to be horrible, horrible jet lag, because the last time we did this, the last time we flew from the Americas to Europe, I was just like out for, I'm going to say at least two weeks. It was really, really, really rough on my body. But this time, I think because I was much more well-prepared and I'll, I'll share a bit more about that in a moment, it really wasn't so bad, which is awesome. So let's start with this. What happens when we travel? What happens in our body? According to Ayurveda, travel can very easily throw our body and our mind out of balance. And of course, we don't need the Ayurvedic text to tell us this, right? We feel it. <laughs> we feel it. The last time we traveled that transatlantic flight, I just felt it so hard. I was so jet lagged for so long and I was worried that it was just me getting older, that like with age, it was just gonna be a lot harder. But I found that actually not to be true this time. I did still get a little sick. Both my husband and I got a little sick, just like a sniffly nose for about two days. And then we bounced back and we were pretty tired, kind of out of it for a couple of days, but we bounced back really quickly, like in a couple of days rather than a couple of weeks. So why does travel, especially flying, throw us so out of balance? Think about when we fly. Our body is way up high, right? We are high altitude. Our bodies are hurtling through space extremely fast. 
There are very high noise levels that we're exposed to, whether it's like in the airport or in a bus station or when we're actually on the plane or on the bus, very high noise levels. Typically there are cooler temperatures and there's a lot of air movement, right? They're constantly circulating the air in the flight or if you've done like a long bus journey, they're constantly like blowing air on you, right? There's always a draft. They're always pumping air through these flights or through the plane, through the buses, right? And so all of this movement and change in our environment can create an excess of air and ether or space in our body. If you've been a longtime listener of the podcast, then you might recognize that particular combination of elements. Air and ether is known in Ayurveda as vata. That is vata energy. Travel often leads to an imbalance or excess of vata, an excess of air and ether in our bodies. So what does that feel like, that excess of vata? This leads to some pretty uncomfortable side effects, <laughs> such as digestive issues. Think excess gas, farting, bloating, burping, constipation. It can also lead to a real lack of energy, a lack of enthusiasm. I have definitely been feeling this this time, like just kind of an apathy about life more on the emotional level, that vata imbalance can also lead to nervousness, anxiety, and feeling out of sorts and a bit scattered. And all of these symptoms, the physical symptoms and those emotional mental type can linger for a long time, well after you have landed and reached your destination. That's definitely been true for me in the past. Luckily, Ayurvedic wisdom has a lot to say about how we can balance vata. And after six and a half years of traveling full-time, I have tried all of these things and much, much more. And so I'm going to share today the things that help me the most when traveling that I believe will absolutely be helpful for you too. So let's dive into it. Let's get into these travel tips and hacks. I'm going to break this up into three sections. One is preparing your body and mind for travel. The next is when you're actually traveling. And the third is when you get to your destination, some things to help with jet lag. First, to prepare. We want to go ahead and start to preemptively balance out that excess vata by bringing in grounding foods and grounding drinks. We want to start grounding ourselves before our vata starts going crazy from the travel. When we think about pacifying or soothing vata, that air and ether, we want to think about bringing in the other elements of nature, right? So those are earth, fire, and water. When we think about those earth, fire, and water qualities when it comes to food, we want to think warm and wet. Warm and wet foods and drinks. So you want to drink warm, maybe room temperature, but ideally like warm or hot beverages. You want to think oily, moist foods, 
none of those pretzels that they serve you on the flight. Oh my goodness, those dry pretzels. That's the opposite of what we need. <laughs> we also don't want to be eating a lot of salads or chips or dried fruit, right? All of these dried things leading up to a flight or leading up to a big bus journey or a big road trip. We don't want to eat a lot of dry foods. We want to think moist, oily, warm, and wet. My airline actually did a pretty good job with this. I flew on Turkish airlines and they served us like this really grounding, warm rice dish. It was like rice and sauteed vegetables. It was actually really excellent for airplane food. So you want to think cooked vegetables tossed in olive oil, for example, or hot soups, kitchery with ghee, stewed apples, these different really grounding foods. Also any vegetables that come from the ground. We can also ground ourselves preemptively by massaging with sesame oil. Even if you don't have time to like massage your whole body every day, which is awesome. If you have time for that, do it, show yourself some love. If not just massaging the soles of your feet with sesame oil will ground that energy. Sesame oil is great for balancing Vata. Also, I want to suggest Trifala. So Trifala is an amazing Ayurvedic herb. It's actually three different flowers combined to create this herb. It is excellent for grounding and balancing Vata. What I would do and what I did um, before this past travel, I started taking Trifala in the evenings before I went to bed. And then I just continued that. And I'm still taking Trifala every evening in order to help ground myself. So I'll mention that again here in a moment when I'm talking about things to do once you've arrived at your destination. Section two here, traveling. When you are traveling, when you are actually on the bus, on the flight, the first thing I want to encourage you to do, you can probably guess, stay hydrated. Dude, okay, from Mexico City to Istanbul, like a huge flight, hours and hours on the plane. There were two people to the right of me. I was on the aisle seat. There was this couple to the right of me. They got up once to go to the bathroom this entire flight. They were sitting there, I kid you not, for six hours before they got up and went to the bathroom the first time. No bueno, no bueno prehydrate and drink a lot of water while you are flying. If you're like me and you absolutely hate public toilets and going to the bathroom on the plane, like guys, we just got to get over it because we need to drink water while we're flying. Planes are so drying in particular, planes so drying. When we are hydrating, when we're selecting beverages. We don't want to drink anything that has a lot of caffeine or sugar or carbonation or alcohol, because all of those are very drying to our body. And therefore they aggravate the Vata even more. We want to drink water and herbal teas. Warm herbal teas are the best. If you just have purified water, I know sometimes that's like literally the only thing available because when you're going through security, they make you dump out your water. So you have to like buy a water bottle, 
which I hate because I'm so against plastic bottles. But sometimes airports still, for some reason, don't have those places where you can fill up your water bottle, so you have to buy purified water. If that's the case, then make sure that you're putting either a pinch of sea salt in there or some hydrating herbs, right? Those demulcent herbs that help your body take that water in because purified water just isn't very hydrating for us. Also, what I do often is I bring herbal teas with me or certain demulcent herbs, like I mentioned, wherever I go. <laughs> so whenever you are on a plane or say you stop at a rest stop or something, if you're on a bus journey or if you are on a road trip or something, ask for hot water and then you got your herbal tea, right? Tulsi, ginger, turmeric teas, any, any type of tea blend with these ingredients can be excellent because they are immune boosting and they have great digestive qualities. They balance out those symptoms that we can have from excess vata and also help to kind of ward off any post-flight sickness, which is, again, so common. So as far as how much liquid do you want to drink, you want to shoot for about eight ounces of water or herbal tea for each hour that you are flying if you're on a flight. Another thing that we want to do, we want to stay hydrated from the inside, but also from the outside in, right? So we want to moisturize. I don't know about you, but whenever I fly, my hands in particular get so dry. And if I'm not paying attention, they'll start to crack. What I tend to do is I have this cocoa butter stick that I will use on my lips, but also on my hands and just make sure that I am nice and hydrated. You can also pre-hydrate your skin before you fly or before you travel with sesame oil, which I mentioned earlier, right? Sesame oil is great for vata balancing. It also has great antibacterial properties and it is a warm, slightly thicker oil. So it is excellent for balancing vata. So what else can we do to decrease excess air and ether? Well, I mentioned that wind, right? There's a lot of air movement typically on flights or on a bus and Vata really likes to creep into our bodies at the back of the neck and at the ears, at the eyes. So it's great to keep your neck and even your head covered with a scarf or a hat. You might bring earplugs or if you have them, noise canceling headphones in order to reduce the amount of sound that you're being exposed to and bring an eye mask if you have it. I don't have an eye mask. I just like wrap my head, literally wrap my head with a big scarf, typically. <laughs> it looks probably hilarious, but it works for me. The last thing I want to mention when you are traveling is as much as possible, get up and walk around. This will help to prevent your legs and feet from swelling because oftentimes what happens if we're sitting for very long periods of time, the fluids of the body start to pool in our lower body. And so you might notice your ankles or your feet or your lower legs starting to swell. Some people wear compression socks in order to combat this. I found that if I just get up, walk around, stretch, especially on a flight, this is pretty easy to do. You know, if there's not turbulence, then I'm fine. I, 
I don't need compression socks. Maybe, maybe other people like them. I've never tried them. I don't know. Get up and move around. Again, sometimes I get funny looks because I'm like literally doing like little yoga poses and like jumping around or whatever on the flight. But for the most part, who cares? You're never going to see these people again anyway, right? All right, let's move on to part number three, reducing jet lag. The first thing I'm going to say here, I'm sure you can guess it, sunlight. Episode 47 was all about sunlight, so I'm not going to go into that here, but we know getting into sunlight is so important for resetting our circadian rhythms, right? Our body's natural clock. And so especially if we're able to be outside in the sunlight during sunrise and sunset, outside or or at least by a window, right? This is so crucial to helping our bodies reset, reset our internal clocks. I think for me, this is one of the things that has really, really helped me to not experience much jet lag, like hardly at all this time. Like I really made a point once we hit the ground in Germany to get outside as much as possible And to make sure, like literally since we got here, I have been taking a walk every morning at sunrise and every evening at sunset. Also, usually on those walks, I am barefoot. (laughs) Getting your bare feet on the ground and connecting to the specific energy of the place that you've arrived in is so grounding and so balancing for vata. Also, I want to mention, take off more time than you think you'll need. Like, don't expect yourself to get right back into work. This is this is one of the areas that I can really improve in. <laughs> I did take time off around all this travel, but I definitely underestimated the amount of time it would take me to settle and, and get grounded. And I should have taken a bit more time off to help myself, to support myself in that. Lastly, I want to mention two herbs. So I mentioned the first one, triphala an amazing grounding herb. So I've been taking triphala every evening to ground myself and to help with bowel movements. That excess vata, like I mentioned, can throw off our digestion. It can lead to constipation. And so triphala helps to regulate that and get things moving. It's actually a mild laxative when taken in certain quantities. So triphala is wonderful. And also ashwagandha is a beautiful grounding herb. I wanted to pass along this jet lag tea recipe that I got from Dr. Vasant Ladd, one of my mentors in Ayurveda. His website is yogainternational.com and he published this particular tea on his website. What you do is you take one third teaspoon of each of these three herbs, jadamansi, which is known as Indian valerian, Tagara, another herb in the valerian family, and ashwagandha. So we put a third teaspoon of each of those herbs into a cup of hot water and steep for 10 minutes. And you can drink this one to three times a day, morning and night, to reduce vata and also to help reduce the challenges of jet lag and help get yourself over jet lag a little faster. So I'll be sure to put that little recipe in the show notes. 
And that is all I have for you today. Those are my top travel tips. I hope that this episode was super helpful for you. If you, like me, tend to travel quite a bit, please, if this was helpful, spread it, share it with a friend. It helps the podcast so much if you share an episode with a friend or leave a review. These are two free ways to support the podcast, and I appreciate it so, so much. Thank you so much for listening. I will chat with you again next week. And I realized that I need to change my sign off. So usually I say ciao because I've been living in Spanish speaking countries for a very long time. (laughs) And that's just how I say goodbye. But I'm going to try now to switch to German because I am learning German. German, my friends, is very difficult, is very different than Spanish, quite different than English. I am finding it quite a bit more difficult to learn than Spanish, but I'm working on it. So here we go. German, goodbye. Bye in German is tush, tush, tush. That's probably wrong. I'm going to work on it. I'll get back with you next week. All right. Bye guys. Have a beautiful, beautiful week. Ciao. I can't help myself. If you enjoyed today's chat, I want to invite you to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And if you desire more support on your change-making journey, please check out my free guide, Self-Care for Changemakers. You can find the guide, the show notes, and other resources on my website at happymehappyearth.com. As always, it's an honor to be in your ears. Thank you so much for listening.